Here's a story from today. CNN.com reporting Macron says nothing ruled out, including using Western troops to stop Russia winning Ukraine war. I mean, come on. It, you know, it, it's, it's fascinating how they'll try to, to mince up the headlines. They can just say it. NATO is threatening to deploy troops into Ukraine in a direct declaration of war on Russia. CNN, how about this? Macron says nothing is ruled out, including declaring full-scale war on Russia. They don't want to, they don't want to do that. Because you've got now stories popping up where they say Russia warns of war with NATO if troops are deployed. No, 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 no. Vladimir Putin is saying if you deploy troops, that would have been a declaration of war on us. It sure would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it clearly would have been. And also NATO, I don't know who the person was from NATO, but there was someone speaking on behalf of NATO. The NATO chief said Ukraine will be. Yeah. In NATO. And I mean, that's just that's just saying there will be some kind of confrontation with Russia. That, Hopefully that, that is a personal declaration of World War Three. Uh, sounds like it to me. When the yeah, NATO chief like came out too. and said Ukraine will be in NATO, what they said to Vladimir Putin at that moment was consider yourself at war and it will not stop until we get what we want. So I think something important to keep in mind is so George Kennan. He was a father of the containment policy, right, during World War II. Basically, what created NATO down the road, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And after the Cold War ended, he said the biggest mistake that we can make is the expansion of NATO eastward. Mm -hmm. That is what he said. The father of the containment policy. That's something to think about. And he said it would cause irrevocable damage. In terms of trying to shore up relations with Russia, this is right after, you know, 91, 92. And, you know, he continued to say this into the 2000s. Um, You know, and I think I can't imagine he's still alive, but, uh, you know, that's been very clear. Secondly, how many of these countries are actually paying their 2% of GDP into NATO? Is France and all? No, most of them don't. They don't it's, pay. It's, it's basically Macron being like, hey, Russia, my, my friend America is going to come beat you up. And yeah. I'm sitting here as an American be like, oh, come on, dude. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to get to a fight for you. So, and that's why, you know, you have the political side of NATO, the political leadership. That's the secretary general who here recently said, yes, we're, you know, Ukraine is going to join NATO. Um, but look, there is a military component to this, which we make up the mass amount of it. These folks can't even spend 2% of their budgets on defense, which they are treaty bound to do. So why would we go along with any of the other treaty obligations if the other ones are not being met? Donald Trump has said this multiple times and everyone freaked out. Like, what is he talking about? This makes all the sense of the world. European countries are basically vassal states for the United States empire. Well, we want war. And we're going to push, they're, they're going to do what we tell them to do. Well, they had a great deal post-World War II. We subsidized their security so they could have social welfare programs. So that's yep. basically what happened. NATO was the umbrella of security. Then they rolled socialism into the countries. And now we're going to have to show up and you know protect. Didn't they also go through substantial disarmament in Europe? Yes. They didn't, they haven't been manufacturing munitions. They haven't been manufacturing any weapons. They have instead let what they have, you know, rust and they haven't made anything new. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it, NATO. That's us and the UK and like 10 troops from like, I don't know, Slovenia and like <laughs> 10 troops from Croatia and, you know, this and this and that. France obviously has a, a, a sizable military component in this, but 
Turkey's in it. What does Turkey think about this? I'd be curious mm-hmm. to know that. Uh, have, they are NATO ally. Have you looked at the, the NATO map? Man, we are really surrounding Russia on their Western front. I mean- It's rude. With, yeah, with Turkey to the South, with Finland to the North, and now the last barrier, you've got uh, Belarus and, and, and Ukraine, basically. Yeah. And I mean, there are some people that have talked about even expanding this to countries like Georgia, where you had break off territories south of Sedia and Abkhazia during that war that took place. Look, NATO served a very clear purpose, and I think it can continue to serve a purpose. Uh, they got to pay. Yeah. I mean, these folks got to pay up. They have to pay up. And, you know, I, the, the terrible thing in all of this, and this has been reported, and you all have talked about this, is that there was a peace offer early on in this and that got scuttled immediately to put us in the position we are now Mm -hmm. um which i think is completely unfair to the u.s taxpayer and citizens that we're going to bear the brunt of decisions and statements that are being made by some foreign country who's actually not going to have to do much with it oh boy look i mean the the whole interview that uh Tucker did with Putin. I was watching the Lex Friedman uh, interview with with Tucker today, and they were talking about the fact that that Riley brought up about Putin wanting to get into NATO, making comments about uh, we could align against Iran with 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 Russia. Now I don't know how truthful this is, but it seems like a whole lot better than a nuclear war with Russia. The the entire time that well since at least 2012, there's been all kinds of uh, CIA operations in Ukraine. The whole issues, all, the whole issue with with Ukraine and stuff is is heavily influenced by NATO and by the United States and by the you know the intelligence apparatus and stuff. None of it's actually organic, and this is only causing more problems for the whole of the world. Like, why not be you know? Uh, why not align with 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 Russia? Granted, Putin's not a good guy, but it's not like you know. Well, Zelensky's not, not a good guy. Yeah, either. I mean, we we we. Think, <laughs> There's so many not good guys out there on the I, political I, landscape. It is, it is, if you if is there, you imagine that we only guy? align with good people, I don't people, see any good it is guys. A childish, in fact. It is a childish way to look at the world to think that the only people that the United States are going to align with are quote unquote good guys. Also, there's Childish no basis way to look for at the world. I can means. only imagine what weird little dinosaurs you're looking at right now. Right? It's very bizarre. <laughs> it's weird to interact with you like this, Phil. It's no, I mean, it, look, Phil's right. Yeah, obviously. Put, put, <laughs> take him off. Yeah. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Please do. Thank you. It was fun I, while it lasted. Oh, I mean, look, obviously, so Putin is not a good guy. I got that. The world's full of bad guys that, you know, and guess what? The world's also full of hard choices for the United States. And look, I I feel bad for what is happening to the people in Ukraine. There's no doubt. I mean, that it, it's awful what is happening. But let's be realistic in terms of like the ultimate objectives here in Ukraine. Is it the total defeat of Russia and deposing Putin? Is that our strategic objective here? No one's really articulated that to me. Is it just continue to provide armaments till some type of peace settlement? Mm-hmm. No, I, know, I, I don't know. I, I think NATO's plan is the full and total subjugation of the Russian nation. Well, and if it is. It's a huge th- nation. That's uh, a bad plan. Yeah, look, I think it's like eight time zones or something like that. And the issue that... 140 million people. Yeah, and the issue that we're going to have is who's going to be doing the peacekeeping operations and stability operations in that country when you have 20,000 loose nukes running around? That's going to be us. We're going to be doing that. Do you think Macron and France are going to show up and secure that? 
how many places are we going to get tied down while China continues to grow and strengthen influence and power? You know where the real war is going to be between uh, the West and Russia? It's going to be Canada. <laughs> is there a South Park yeah. reference here? No, I know. I mean, it's think, if you think about it, like that's the that's the the fastest tr way to get to the United States from yeah, Russia yeah, is yeah, over yeah, there. Russia is going yeah. to war with the U.S. Yeah. It's not going to waste time yeah. with with European countries that don't make weapons. Right. If it really is going to be coming a uh, war, Russia just goes over the over the North Pole. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the prox Russia's proximity to Canada is. It's it's very close. Yeah, I mean they even have yeah. a prison north of the Arctic Circle. That's where they were keeping Navalny and whoever else. The uh, what is it? The the Arctic Wolf Prison. Yeah. Yeah. What a miserable, miserable sentence that must be. Go what, to the, the go, go to the, to the Arctic, Arctic where wolf. it's yeah yeah where the it's Arctic it's wolf dark. Prison. Isn't that where Sol Solzhenitsyn was up there in Siberia? And he talked about in Gulag Archipelago. He talked about like eating prehistoric frozen salamanders and stuff. <laughs> I don't know that, it, that he was right. in the same one, but he no, was definitely No, but he was there. just, he was up there he in the there. frigid cold yeah. with the frozen creatures. So, you know, we got Google Earth pulled up right here and it's like, you know, I'm half kidding about the Canada stuff, but Russia, I mean, Alaska's right here. Yeah. If, if, if there's war, Russia is basically next to Europe and next to the United States. They're going to mm -hmm. go right through Sarah Palin's front yard. Right? She'll be able to see them. Yep. Could you imagine if like Russia conquers Canada? <laughs> I don't know how oh, much no. I would care. Oh, I like Canada. Yeah. I like Canadians. Yeah. I like Canadians too. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of moose a, though, you know what I mean? I don't know how I, I, don't know about, how I feel about those moose. Cue the Blame Canada song. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was, I think we should take Canada first if it's going to be over Canada. Right, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, here's the crazy thing is like, that's a possibility. No, yeah. for, I mean, I'm not even it's joking. A lot of resources, man. Let's, let's say, you know, whatever the propaganda is, we go to war and it's World War Three. U.S. troops will immediately be in Canada yeah. mm -hmm. because Canada bo is is right. We'd have to be. It's it's separated by a small uh, by by a relatively small distance, yeah. and Alaska is the Bering Strait is almost touching Russia. Russia has very direct access to the United States and to Canada. U.S. troops would immediately be stationed in Canada. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, <laughs> this is far fetched, but like the way that the Canadian government is going, if they don't make some significant <laughs> changes there is a possibility that they become they're currently the most authoritarian country in the western hemisphere have you Even seen that i can think of yeah have you guys seen recently in parliament how they're discussing like how, if they can say the word fart in parliament and stuff like that yeah like, whoa, they've whoa, got like, whoa 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 family code. friendly show what are you doing here <laughs> take it easy <laughs> they've got online censorship acts they've got like crazy. prison terms for hate speech i mean it's all insane up there in canada yeah i mean it, maybe it's a little far to say that they're the most in the in the Western Hemisphere, but the they're likely well, you, you've up got there. Venezuela. Yeah, I was, like they're you know, not great. And Cuba and Cuba's Venezuela. Not amazing. So yeah. so maybe they're not. In the, Cuba the top. and Canada might be a little bit related. Who <laughs> <I> knows? Mean, <laughs> you know, lately Cuba's been relaxing. If I understand correctly, and Canada's been tightening up a lot. Mm -hmm. I told uh, some friends of mine, I was like, look, if you need a place to stay and you uh, want to go ahead and run south. It's not that far to my place in New Hampshire, you know. Oh, that's not bad. It's a nice offer, yeah. I will be, I will be uh, hiding Canadians from the Canadian Mounted Police, and if the Canadian <laughs> Mounted Police come on my property, I will shoot at you, police. Yeah, I'm kidding. That's a joke. So, that's a joke. To uh, to help calm things down, uh, uh, you know, it, it, we're we're in this time where we're very scared we could be escalating to World War Three. The good news is we have uh, good leaders of sound mind 
Thanks for watching this clip from the Timcast IRL podcast. Hang out with us live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. and become a member over at Timcast.com for uncensored members only shows exclusive. Thanks for hanging out and we'll see you all next time.